0: Welcome to Garden Goons. This is our second episode. The Garden Goons are growing. So today we're going to talk about three main questions. We're going to go around the circle kind of like last time, and we're going to get everyone's thoughts. So to start off, we're going to talk about our general observations. So I guess our first question is, what are the communities like? Uh, my community, I, I've been going to Castlewood. We've all been going to different communities. So there's kind of a you know a different like experience for everyone. But I've been going to Castlewood and it's really small. It's right next to an elementary school, right across the road from a church, and there's probably, what, like, six or seven, like, plots that they have set up where they grow different vegetables and fruits and stuff, but it's, it's a lot smaller than I initially expected, but it's, it's fun to work in. I don't think that many people really go, but
1: Would you say that there's more, like, fruits than vegetables, or more vegetables than fruits?
0: Definitely more more vegetables. There's, like, sweet potatoes. There's, like, asparagus, which I didn't even know what it looks like, but it's super cool. And then there's, like, there's all kinds of cool stuff there. But Yeah, so
2: Cassie and I have been going to the London Feral Garden, which is off of Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. It's
3: on 3rd Street,
1: next to the fire station. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um so the community there is i mean very poor i think you know yeah, like the surrounding neighborhood yeah. um there's a
3: lot of like homeless shelters and yeah um soup kitchens around yeah, there yeah um, which is
2: not the case for mine. mine's kind of yeah. See, so that's interesting. Like the different demographics that are served. Ours, yeah. ours is in a place where there's a lot of people of color that live there, and just stuff like that. Um, we and we kind of talked about it in the last podcast, but like our garden, we've quite a. It's a lot of space, really. Yeah, it's a large oh, wow. amount
3: of space. There's a little cottage on our Yeah, I was, I was wondering land. how big
2: your garden yeah, is. Yeah, um, because like I said, mine was pretty small. Yeah, yeah, it's big. I mean, like we. There's a lot of space. Yeah, there's what, four plots that are owned by Seedleaf? And then like, there's a
1: huge private plot. Yeah. And how much uh, is being grown in each plot? All the
2: plots are full. We yeah, actually... we
1: planted
3: spinach on Thursday, last Thursday. Yeah, we did mm-hmm. plant spinach. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, when you weren't there, we planted winter rye, like a cover crop to mm-hmm. bring back some of the nutrients into the soil.
2: Yeah, I, I would say for the past few weeks, we've been getting rid of the summer crops that were kind of rotten, yeah.
1: and now we're getting
2: some more yeah, fall. Yeah, no more
1: tomatoes. Yeah,
2: no more tomatoes. Is there any
1: soy going in there to help replenish? Mm. I
2: don't think so.
1: I think she just chose when rye as the cover yeah, crop. No, yeah, no, I mean, as
2: long as the crops are alternating, I think it's fine. Yeah. And having the cover crops is also important, yeah. too. But we also there's also, like, a fruit orchard in there, too. Yeah, there's persimmons. Ooh. Yeah, we Which wow. also, wow. by
3: the way, if you've never had a persimmon, it uh, makes your make mouth me. feel real weird what? Yeah. what yeah it's like it like feels kind of like you're eating cotton after you've eaten it what yeah it's so this weird it they taste like... good they're it's a weird flavor they're really slimy but What hmm.
2: <laughs> that sounds like the most strange thing it
3: is so strange
2: so like you know if we're kind of talking about like what the gardens are like i think for our case mainly the people that i've seen working the gardens are actually in the gardens a lot of UK students yeah, either from lots. CIS classes yeah. APO. or APO. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, oh, and then, like, at our garden in particular, students from other schools. We've yeah, had Asbury Trans-y. students. Yeah,
0: Transy. Because Margo,
2: does, wow. doesn't
3: Margo go to Transy, the garden Margo
0: works
2: at She Trans-y.
3: works at Transy, oh. okay.
0: You all have had a lot more people. Like, I've seen one other Kentucky student. Really? Like, the only other volunteer, yeah. I have not seen many people there. So, I guess I think mine's a lot smaller. I want to go to another one to see, like, you
1: should come to our garden on Saturday. I I
0: I should, yeah.
1: Well, it's good to hear, like, I have yet to go. I've been waiting for the temperature to drop a little bit because it is in the uh, hot and sunny 80s in the (laughs) big beginning of October, and I'm not about that (laughs) life. But um, basically, it's really good to hear that, though, because if you're around soup kitchens and um, um, to grow more vegetables, especially, they're not as, they can't, they're sometimes not as tasty. Tastiest fruits, but the nutrients in those are a lot like they're more they're necessary. Um I mean you also do need the sugars from the fruit, but knowing that you're growing like actual like good sustenance for people who need it, that's definitely like a really good thing. So um yeah but i actually it's funny that you also mentioned um APO being there and other students because i think it would be really good to see more involvement too from other organizations because i am somebody involved in greek life and i know panhellenic if we did bring it up to other sororities we could definitely get on the day of service a lot of people coming to help also
0: what? oh oh, and i think we should probably keep moving on yeah we we got the next question coming up we're we're rambling on a little bit but uh (laughs) I guess the next thing we're going to talk about is uh, what we've learned from going. I know, Emily, you haven't gone yet, but I guess you can say, I don't know, what you have you anticipate learning or I don't know, something like that. But anyway, uh, me in particular, I've definitely learned a lot about, like, just like, this is kind of strange, but what the plants actually look like. Because I didn't even know, like, what asparagus looks like when it's growing and, like, all kinds of this random gardening knowledge. And it's just really interesting talking to Sarah's, like, the coordinator there. She's another volunteer, but she's been talking to me about, like, how they grow it and, like, when they plant and, like, when you're supposed to harvest and everything. I think that's really interesting. So. Yeah.
3: I think I've learned that gardening is a lot um, – it's a lot more scientific and it's a lot more work than I thought it was originally because usually when I'm gardening it's like, oh, I'm just going to pull these weeds out of my front yard. Yeah. you know. But this is a lot – it's a lot. Cause yeah. Because when you think about it, yeah. you're, like, providing food for all these people, so you have to do it right. Right.
2: And, yeah. like, I think that one thing that's really come up with, like, me talking with Margot is just that, like, so many people don't know where your food's coming from, and they don't know, like, yeah. how your food gets to your plate, how it's grown. So it's just, like, a really empowering, like, experience to be out there and be, like, thinking, like, okay, I grew this. Like, this is something I did. Yeah. And you really feel like you're really in control of like your health and And stuff like that so it's really cool
1: which is a cool point to think about too because if if like I know I'm from a really rural part in Kentucky and most of the people in my community do grow their own food and food for other people so it kind of does help give you a feeling of how what they go through and I have been gardening most of my life we have gardens at my house and we grow our own spices so it's like really cool to have like that experience and then find a different way like how other like How we, how you work with other plants that are definitely harder to raise. Hmm.
0: Okay, and I guess moving on to our last question now. Uh, does anyone have any lingering questions or concerns going forward? Like, how long is this shindig gonna go? Or when I don't know when. What do you want to see the gardens do in the future? Or anything like that? I know for me that's one of my big uh, questions. How long is this shindig gonna go? I don't I don't know I, I don't know how long I have to get my hours done, but uh, hopefully. Yeah.
2: Until, yeah. I don't like, I need some time. November. Yeah, well we're <laughs> yeah. on such a different time scale than any of the other groups yeah, because we yeah. are kinda limited on like the yeah. weather and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So we've
3: gotten rained out before. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. and it's gonna get colder here within the coming weeks.
3: We're
1: so into high gear. Yeah, yes. but I think
2: that the gardens are gonna go at least until November. Yeah, because fifty
1: to uh, sixty degrees is still good, but once you start dropping into the low like forties, it's it's yeah, a little questionable yeah. at that yeah. point. Yeah,
2: and I and I think that once we get to there and the gardens do start closing up, I hope that there's still room for us to like work with Seed Leaf and maybe start some like programs with them that'll just
0: help people be more educated about like yeah. getting access to food yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. But Anyhow. Well, I think that concludes our podcast. Uh, (laughs) This has been Garden Goons, episode two. The goons are growing. (laughs) Alex signing off. Joel signing off.
1: Cassie signing off. And Emily signing off.